welcome all the way from Rutherfordton, North Carolina, the Rogers family tonight. Amen. Don't understand God is still 
tonight. Amen. Are we on now? There we go. Can you hear me now? Amen. Well, I tell you, it's good to, good to be here tonight. Good to be back in God's house. I appreciate uh, Brother Todd letting us come be a part of your meeting. Uh, we just want to be an in help and encouragement to you. Yeah. And I hope we have been in these days. Yeah. Boy, God's good to us, ain't he? Boy, I enjoyed yeah. 
hearing the Rogers family sing. Appreciate them. And they do such a wonderful job. And, and so we're going to try a few for you here tonight. A lot of them are some of the new songs that Stevens wrote. And I hope you enjoy this first one. It just simply says, what put me in is going to get me out. Amen. Listen, listen to the words of this song. about I know what grace can do and you know there may be people here sitting under the sound of my voice tonight and I don't know what you've been through and I don't know how you got there but there's one thing that I know I know what grace can do and it can bring peace it can bring hope and it can bring joy it can do a multitude of things that that we just our minds can't comprehend and I'm reminded every day of how amazing God's grace is. Boy, that songwriter had it right when he, he wrote that song, Amazing Grace. So I hope this song will be a blessing to you tonight. We're going to sing. I don't know your journey that's brought you to this place. Where you feel like it's all over and you can't face another day. 
Don't pretend to know your struggles or the pain you're going through, but I know what grace can do. It brings hope to the hopeless when it seems there can be found. It gives rest for the weary in a world turned upside down. And even trying to climb that mountain and it seems there's just no way just remember God is faithful grace. You're looking at a group up here tonight and I'm telling you we've lived it. We've needed God's grace. When I write a song, I try to write a song I've lived. 
I tell you what, we've had to live this, and I'm so thankful. But I know what grace can do. I know it. I know what it can do. It can bring you out of anything. Oh, I'm so thankful for that. We'll do one more if that's okay. We'll just do one more song. And this is a song that I wrote here a while back. We was in Mississippi singing in a camp meeting. And I heard a preacher get up and give this testimony. This first verse has actually really happened. And I was sitting back in the back, and the Holy Ghost just said, you need to write that testimony. You need to write a song on that. Because sometimes we as believers and we as Christians, we get down. We get down. I'm just being honest tonight. We get down. Preachers get down. Singers get down. And uh, we sometimes we just don't want to go. But uh, and sometimes we'll even go as far as we'll deny the blood. I tell you what, you may deny the blood, but the blood will never deny you. If you've been washed in the blood of the Lamb, you're sealed to the day of redemption. So I took that guy's testimony, and I just wrote this song, and I hope you enjoy it tonight. I had a fight with that old devil just the other night. He said if I would just deny the blood He'd leave me alone and never bother me again And in a moment of my weakness I gave up Later on that evening while I was lying in my bed I heard a still small voice speak to me he said, son, what has changed? I still love you the same. And let me tell you something in case you didn't know. You can deny the blood, but the blood will never deny you. No matter what you've done, if his blood has cleansed.
Bible say that's better than snuff. Amen. Hallelujah. Did you enjoy that tonight? Amen. Give the Lord the biggest hand of all because he's, he's the reason. Amen. I love this man of God, and we could sit back and tell you some stories of what God's done in both of our lives. Hard to believe, preacher. You wouldn't probably believe it if we told you. But uh, you didn't come to hear me preach. You come here to man of God that's called for this hour. I love him tonight. He's my friend. Make welcome from Crossville, Tennessee, Brother Mike McCoy tonight. Singing blood songs, you're singing down my road. Bless the Lord. What can wash away my sin? A plus class. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm just about sick. I'm nervous as I can be. This is where my heart's at. Uh, I'm in Numbers chapter 23. Thank you for letting me come. Apologize for not getting here earlier in the week. And I hate that I've missed what I've missed thus far. But uh, uh, Brother Jeff and I were speaking just before church tonight. And, you know, as a pastor, you do what you do. And sometimes I tell folks if they book me in a meeting, I said, I'm a pastor. Something could happen and I can't come. And so, uh, but it's rare that that happens, but this was one of those occasions. And I couldn't come. I'm in Numbers chapter 23 and verse number 10. If you found that, you can shout amen. We will get started here as the Lord leads. Who can count the dust of Jacob? The number of the fourth part of Israel. Let me die the death of the righteous. And let my last end be like his. Father, I love you. I praise you for the night. And I, God, I can't do a thing here tonight without you. I, I know who I am. Oh, God, I know who you are. I know I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And, Lord, I, I'm not come to promote myself or anyone else. But oh, God, I've come to lift the name that's above every name. I, I pray you'd fill my mouth and guard my tongue once again. Preach me inside the bounds of this holy writ. Lord, do your work. Do your vessel. I'll crawl off in a corner somewhere out of the way. I'll give you glory for everything that's accomplished. Someone, Lord, that may be here unsaved tonight, I pray you'd save them. They may be one out of fellowship with you. I pray, God, that you restore that into them tonight. Bless for your honor and for your glory. I'm going to give you praise for it all. In sweet Jesus' name I pray. I love this Old Testament account of a talking donkey. When I finally surrendered to preach, Brother Mitch, here's what I said. I said, Lord, I found in your word where you use donkeys and roosters. If you use those, you just might be able to use me. 
And so if you're sitting here tonight and you're under the, uh, the, the devil, as they sing about, has, uh, trying to talk you out of doing something for the glory of God, let me tell you, if he used donkeys and roosters, uh, he can use you. Amen. And he needs us. Uh, we're his mouthpiece. We're his hands. We do his work. We carry on. If he didn't need us, he'd save us and carry us on to glory. But that's not what he done. No, he saved us and he left us here. And we're here for as long as he would like. And then he calls us out of here. I don't know when that is, but I know my bounds is set that I cannot pass. My days are numbered. I'm telling you, I've got a number of days. And I might expedite my leaving. If I jump in front of a bus, he'll let me reap what I sow. But my days are, hey, he's got a number on my days. I don't know how long those are. I'm not really worried about it, Brother Jeff. I know in whom I have believed, I'm persuaded. He is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. There's a day coming, Brother John. I'm going to leave this place. It'll be all right. But I, I'm, I, I've got into deep water in this. And I'm not searching or looking for theological debates. Yeah. And I'm not trying to preach anything. It's not in the Bible. I'm going to give you Bible for everything I do. I'm not, I'm not trying to bring something. There's nothing new under the sun. But every now and then God shows you something new. And, and when you get a nugget from God, you want to share it with everybody you know. That's what preachers do. That's what we should do. I want to try to preach tonight out of out of that thought, or out of the middle of that verse, death of the righteous. Death of the righteous. And I'm concerned about this as, as I'm reading this and contemplating this and, and knowing a little bit what the Bible says. And we, we find a man here, we find Balaam, he's coming. Balak's tried to hire him to curse Israel. I'm telling you, this still stands today. Whether it's America or where it's at. God said, I'll bless them that bless you, and I'll curse them that curse you. Hey, if you want trouble, just start cursing Israel. Now, I know they're out in left field. You know, they got as large a gay population as any nation of their size. And they're out in left field, and they forgot all about God. But that's exactly what he said would happen. And you better know that he still got his eye on a little town called Jerusalem. If they disagree with that, they disagree with this book. That's still true. I'm God. He said, I'm God, I change not. So he said that in, 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 in Genesis 12. I think he's still, that's applicable today. I'm reading this, Brother Casey. My mind goes back to this. And, and here's a guy, here's a fella that's prophesying something that he can't do. Now this is where it's going to turn your wheel for just a moment. Balaam can't die a righteous death. Balaam can't die a righteous death. Balak can't die a righteous death. Watch this. You know what happened to Abraham, Genesis 15 and 6? Abraham believed in the Lord and the Lord counted it to him for righteousness. He didn't make him righteous. He counted it to him for righteousness. He, he treated him as if he was righteous. 
But he didn't make him righteous. Are you still with me? So here's a fellow that's asking for something, that, or he's, he's prophesying something that's not going to occur in his lifetime. And when he says, let me die the death of the righteous, that's not going to happen to Balaam. This isn't going to happen either. And let my last end be like his. That isn't going to happen. And yet he's, he is, it's, it's, it's in a parable, form of a parable. He is prophesying this, and here's what he's saying concerning Israel. Are you still with me? So I don't believe that, preacher. Well, in Hebrews 11.39, he starts out with Abel, and he comes all the way through, Brother Bill. I mean, he starts with Abel, and he comes all the way through. He ends up over there at David and some others, and here's what he said. He said in 11.39, they obtained a good report through faith, but they received not the promise. Now, I'm going somewhere in just a moment. So they're looking... All through that time, he treated them as righteous. But Brother Phil, he didn't make any of them righteous. Because then, hey, Brother Joel, we get, into, we get into Romans, and here's what we find. We find Paul saying this, uh, there's none righteous, no, not one. I know some free will Baptists think they've graduated right on up. I'm not trying to point you to a denomination. I'm not trying to point you to a politician. I'm not trying to point you toward anything within this world. I'm trying to point you to the one that they sing about tonight. Bless God forever. I'm trying to point you to the one that is righteous. Because they ain't but one. There's one. One. But watch this. Stay with me. Stay with me now. So what have we got to do to die the death of the righteous? Well, we have to have one that is righteous. We have to have one that is righteous. Who is this? Now, Balaam, Balaam, you can't convince me Balaam had a clue. You can't convince me Balaam had a clue. He's up there, the Holy Ghost moves on him, and he just starts letting it go. I have people ask me sometimes after I preach, remember what you said? I say, not really. You don't remember that? I said, well, I'll go back and listen to it on a tape. I'd like to hear it again myself. Because sometimes, Brother Jeff, we just get up and things start coming. We can't we just can't explain it. The next thing we know, we are somewhere else. Balaam's speaking something that's looking way down the road. It didn't happen with Abel. It didn't happen with Abraham. It didn't happen with David. Right on down the road. Hey, until, praise God, if there's going to be something righteous, it's got to come through Calvary. 
have something righteous. It began with a righteous son. It began with a righteous son. Oh, you don't know. Listen, it's like this in Galatians 4. When the fullness of the time had come. Listen, he said, he said they couldn't get the promise until we got it there in Hebrews 30 and 11 and 40. And we can't get it until they get it. It'll not be perfected until we're put together. And hey, one of these days we'll all have it. They died in faith believing that a Messiah was coming. But when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son, Brother Bobby, made of a woman made under the law to redeem them that was under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. We're in the family. Hey, but it took the son to make that happen. And it wasn't just any son would do. It had to be the righteous son. It had to be the son of glory. It had to be the only begotten son of God. Mary's standing on a hillside in Nazareth. Say, so why do you say it? Because it looks a lot like Tennessee. It's just like this. There's hills everywhere. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. I found that. He showed me that grace one night. Praise God. Thou hast found favor with God, for thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and shalt bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. And he shall be great, and shall be called Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give of him the throne of his father David. And he shall rule over the house of Jacob. That means the whole thing when you see it's not Israel or Ephraim and it's Jacob. It's all of them. He shall rule over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. And the little virgin said unto the angel, how shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. Weren't no flesh touched her. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing. Which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Hey, I'm talking about the right son. If we're going to have righteousness, it began with the right son. But had he just come, had he just come, Brother Tom, he could have come. They were looking for him to ride in on a stallion, slay the Romans, set up a kingdom, and put the Jews in control. They didn't know that he was going to get a bunch of Gentile dogs one day and make them his bride. 
as a young dad I wish I'd have began better with my son I failed Dusty until he was about 8 years old and I wasn't in the will of God I was out in the world shouldn't have been that's just how it is I'm not I mean I, I, I've repented sought God's forgiveness in it and I'm sorry about it but we got another chance back on April the 15th Dusty and Joe Beth had a baby we didn't know it was ever going to happen. They'd been married a little while, and they had a baby, and it was a boy. And I'm determined that where I messed up and where, my, where, I'm, where I missed out with my son, I'm going to do double duty on this boy. So when I ever born, the day was born, oh, it was a big to-do. Hey, I missed, I, missed, uh, I missed the camp meeting in Pigeon Forge, baby. Just some things more important. So we, we're at the hospital down there in Birmingham. She has this baby. And all, everybody's had their time with him. I'm not doing anything. I'm talking about the right son. Everybody's had their time with him. And, and, and I knew I was going to get my time eventually. It's kind of hard getting away from her. She's got to, going to hog it all up. Finally, Brother Mitch, I laid that little rascal in my arms. I call him Little Bud. I got off over in the corner, Ray, and I held him up. He didn't understand what I said, but it's the first thing I want him to hear out of my mouth. And I said, little bud, let me tell you what was done on a cross. Let me tell you who was that. It was the right son. That's who it was. It was Jesus Christ, the righteous. And what he done on a cross, it begins with the right son. But in order for us to be righteous, it takes the right sacrifice. Had he just come as the son, brother, I'm telling you, as Gentile knows, we'd have been, we'd have been in a bad way. I'll tell you this. We'd never been sons ourselves. We might have slid in there as a servant and a bread, bearing some bread or carrying water. But we'd never been walking down the aisle with it. It takes the right sacrifice. And go to Exodus chapter number 12. You're going to find the sacrifice. Let's just go. I know he was slain from the foundation of the world. So it was pre-planned. So you believe in predestination? Oh, yeah. There's a predestined plan from the foundation of the world. Exodus chapter 12, here's what he told them to do. He said, hey, go get you a lamb on the first day of the year or the first month of the year, which is April, and on the 10th day of that month, and let's, let's, let's put him up. Let's put him up till the 14th. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. How many is that? What is that? That's that grace number y'all singing about. Keep it up till the 14th, but here's what you're going to do. I want you to look at the lamb, examine the lamb. That lamb can't have a blemish. You run that word down in the Hebrew, it means without a fault. It means in perfection, Jerry. It means everything about it is right. Its eyes was right. Its ears was right. Its teeth was right. Bless God, you put him up. And then on that 14th, you kill that lamb. Yeah. 
imagine keeping him up from the 10th to the 14th, petting that little rascal, feeding him, looking at him, cleaning him up, and then cutting his throat. And then they said roast him and eat it all. But take the blood of that lamb and strike it on the side post. And overhead, Brother Daniel, put the blood there. He said, and when, when I see the blood, when I see the blood, I'm going to pass over you. years later they can sing about the Jordan deep and wide all they want to it's not very deep and only in the flood times is it very wide and I buried a lady yesterday who went to Israel with us in 1999 and it brought a flood of things back to my mind they had pictures there I stood in the Jordan baptizing her there's about three preachers trying to hold her down She's an elderly lady, and I'm telling you, she's cutting the shine. She's getting baptized for Jesus. I was wet all over, and they ain't even baptized me yet. I mean, hey, somebody said, you get baptized again? Oh, yeah, I did. Said, hey, one faith, one Lord, one baptism. I'm talking about the Spirit. I've been baptized by the Spirit, too, praise God. If you have not the Spirit of Christ, you are... None of his, eight plus. We're standing there in that thing and everybody's having a fit. They stop. But other, these are, these, these probably five or six hundred people up there on the banks and getting in line to be baptized. And, all, and they just stop and they're watching us. Because I look up that river this way and I, I thought, well, that might not be it. And I looked down the river that way and I thought that might not be it. But you know, I could be standing somewhere close by. Where one day, John's standing out there about waist deep. He looks down the bank and he says, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. You know what that means? Righteousness. It's possible. Death of the righteous. Death of the righteous. You've got to have a righteous son if we're in God's plan, Joe. you got to have a righteous sacrifice. Not by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered one time into the holy place to obtain eternal redemption for us one time. Hey, he'll never be smitten again. Son, the right sacrifice. And what this gives you then, this gives you the right Savior. I don't know how many lambs and goats were killed, but I know this. He said this. He said, you kill one every morning and you kill one every evening. That's a whole lot of killing from the time Moses. Now, I know it was, there was the, the times that, 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 that they didn't do that. There was, there was times when they failed to offer sacrifice throughout the history of Israel. But the law said 
you do this. But listen. I appreciate Stephen what you said in there in fairness. Because they're trying to put the, they try to get a lot of different names. And they're trying to point Brother Peter to a lot of different, throw this and get you through that. And no, there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. That name's still Jesus. Nobody else can do it. So you're pretty dogmatic about that. Well, I'm just following what my Savior said. We've got the Son. We've got the right sacrifice. We've got the right Savior because he said, I am the way. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man. No, no one from mankind shall come unto the Father but by me. You're not going to get that except by Jesus. Listen. Your granny may have been the sweetest thing. She may have dripped of sugar when she walked by. But if she dies without Jesus, she will not go to heaven. If that isn't true, none of that book's true. It takes the right Savior. Titus said it like this. Uh, Looking... For the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now watch this. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his what? Amen. And all these other things shall be added unto you. There's none righteous, no, not one. Randy Maynard was preaching Sunday night. My associate was preaching Sunday night, and he used this verse, and I have never, I've read it, quoted it. I've never seen it. It didn't speak to me like it did Sunday night. Brother Peely said this. He said, I write unto you, little children, that you sin not. Now, God, should, listen, should we continue in sin that grace may abound? God. That's what he said. God forbid. That means no. That's what it means. No. But then we get in 1 John, we find this. This is always train wreck some. Huh? If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Yeah. Hey, if he's the truth and the life and the truth's not in us, and, hey, I, we're, uh, something wrong. we know, listen, for we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And there's, there's two mics right here tonight. I wish it was always holy mics. When I'm driving down the interstate and you pull in that left lane, you're driving 55 and I'm trying to get somewhere, holy mic just goes away. I don't, I don't know where he went, but he ain't there right now. My wife reminds me. I stopped at the traffic light one morning. This traffic light always catches me. I said, won't these guys fix this light? Nothing's coming. Why did it turn red? 
All you got to do is change the program on the computer. Just put one in there, a dit instead of a dot, or a clip instead of a go, and let it stop right there. And don't it don't change till something's coming. It caught me. I was in a hurry to get to church. I was already running late. I get there at the traffic light, and sure enough, it catch me. So when it turned green, man, and my foot was on the brake and my other foot's on the gas, and I'm like I'm at the drag strip. I look in the mirror, there's some of my Sunday school kids behind me. And the little kid said, boy, Brother Mike's in a hurry to get to church today. Now, I know none of you good people are like that, and you don't have anything that bothers you. Hey, the neighbor's, neighbor's dog can scatter trash on your yard, and you just get out there and sing, oh, what a blessing it is to love Jesus. somewhere the ball game starts at 6 o'clock and the ball says work overtime and you're not saying bless him Lord but he that knoweth to do good doeth it not to him it is I write unto you little children that you sin not but if you do sin you have an advocate with the father and here's what Randy said he just read it off the thing Jesus Christ, the righteous. But then I got to think about this. Because I've buried a lot of people that I thought was righteous. God's reminded me of 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. He said, I made him to be sin for you. That knew no sin that you might be made the righteousness of God in him. Business just picked up. Balaam may not have knew what he was talking about, and I think he's talking about something that hadn't happened yet. It, no one could do that until it was finished on the cross. But on resurrection morning, Brother Dale, When he got up. Now you know what I am? I'm accepted in the beloved. Well, like that blood song you sing, I thought, my word, that's right up my role in this message because it's by that. Hey, we are justified by faith, and it's all by the blood. It comes from the Lamb of God. He is the righteous, sinless one. He's holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners. We see Jesus made a little lower than the angel for the suffering of death. Hey, crowned with glory and honor that he, by the grace of God, should take can't die righteous on your own. You can't die righteous by religion. You can't die righteous by following a politician. You can't die righteous by giving large donations. Though if you if you get tired of having your money, give it to a God Bible, a good Bible preaching church. The devil's had it long enough. 
death of life. I buried his sister yesterday, and I'm satisfied. You know what they say? It's not here. Many want to die the death of the righteous, but they won't want to live the life of the righteous. Now, I know that I said that we have that sin about us, and we, and, and the old guy comes out sometimes, and he does. But you know what? We also have that attitude. I imagine he has to do a lot of talking to me. He may not have to speak on your behalf much as he does mine, but I'm sure he bends the Father's ear. I love the Lord because he's heard my voice and my supplication. He has inclined his ear unto me. Therefore shall I call upon him as long as I shall live. I'm all time saying, Lord, I've done it again. You know how I know that I've done it again? Because the Holy Ghost lives in me and he kicks the can and says, you done it again. how you know. If you do and you're not bothered by it, friend, you got a spiritual issue. I was in Kentucky last Thursday and Friday night at a place called Presbyterian. Auction. Free Will Baptist Church. It was a it was an associational camp meeting. Jackson family sing on Thursday night. The Crimson sing on Friday night. The pastor is Billy Joe Spencer. I asked him for permission to use it. He said yes. Billy Joe was, I, I, I had never been to the church. I'm a little, you know how it is. You go to sing somewhere, you've never been there. You go to preach somewhere, you've never been there. And it don't matter what it says out on the sign out front because he's going to go to it. You see that? You see that? I want you to, it ain't but one of these. And it's mine. And you got one too. Let's see yours up. Ain't nobody else got one. Ain't that something? You think God ain't good at what he does? Fearfully and wonderfully made. Just one. So Billy, Billy, or Bobby Joe standing out in front of the, front of the church there and I thought, I'd watched a little bit of it on video, and I thought, I don't know if we're on the same page here or not. I don't, because I just am what I am. I don't try to change for nobody, nothing. You know me so long now, Todd. It's just what you get. One woman wrote me, sent me a text message one day when everything was going real good. And said, I will not be back at your church. I thought, well, you do. You don't need all that jumping and crying and, and shouting and that stuff you do. What? Bless you. So you don't know what you're getting into. I, did, I wasn't real sure. And, and Brother Bobby, he come up. I'm telling you, loved on me. He's just friendly. We just, we just had kindred spirits. After church that night, I think I'd use my son in an illustration. I use Dusty often here. He probably gets tired of it, but that's the penalty for being the pastor's boy. He's a 35-year-old man, and I still use him, pick on him all the time. He does some stupid things. He said, hey, preacher, talking about Bobby Joe. 
Bible says, preacher said, I had one son. I tossed his hair. I said, you did? Yeah. He said he was 34 years old. He said, died on a motorcycle. Lord, I wept. I hurt my heart. My son's 35. I said, man, I, I hate to hear that. He said, can I tell you a little story? I said, you can. I'm talking about death of the righteous. He said, we were in an airport in Louisiana, and he said, my son was flying to Texas, and I was going to fly back to Kentucky. He said, so, and, and we just happened to meet up in the airport there and said, we saw each other and said he's loving on me. But prior to this, here's, here's how the boy got right. He said he was wilder than a buck, but said, on Father's Day, I seen him one Father's Day come walking up the street. He said, I thought the best gift I could give you today, Dad, was to go to church with you. And said, right in the, right in the middle, said that we hadn't even given invitation. Said that boy come running to an altar. Yeah. Amen. Got right with God. Amen. So we're meeting in this airport and said, said I'm, we're about to fly different directions. And said, my boy, we play this silly little game. And said, my boy run out there and he hid behind the beam. And he's playing. He's playing hide-and-ghost 34-year-old man, playing hide-and-ghost-seek with his daddy. I still kiss my boy right on the jaw. I love that boy. I just tell you something, he loves his old dad. Bobby Joe said, that boy hid behind the beam and said, as I was walking off, said, I heard him yell, I saw you last. He said, I turned around to see him, Brother Joe. said, I turned around. said, he was gone. He said, I had no idea. I was never going to see him again in my life. He said, that's the last time I've seen him, preacher. He said, but you know what? He said, I'm going to see him again. How can you be so sure about that? Because he died loving Jesus. Let me tell you, it makes a difference whether you die the death of the righteous or you die the death of the wrong because you're one or the other. You're either right with God by and through Christ or you're as wrong as two left feet. There's a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is the ways of death. This world has bumped its head. It's gone off into crazy directions saying this is right and that is right and it's wrong. There's not but one way to die righteous. So here it is. Here it is for sure. You will die. I had a fellow tell me one time, he said, I think that Bible and that story of Jesus Christ is the biggest con that's ever been pulled on the world. I said, I'll tell you what, friend. I said, if I can prove to you that some of that Bible is exactly right, I said, will you admit to it? He said, you can't prove to me that it's right. I said, I can prove it. He said, let's see you do it. I said, it's appointed unto man once to die. 
I said, what you going to do with that? He said, well, that might be true. I said, you know it's true. You know it's true. The cemetery's 200 yards up the road, hoss. You know you're going to die. I said, may I tell you that if that's true, it's all true. God put it down true so that you could have a way to leave here and not have to worry about it and be forever in a place called New Life. He'll woo you. He'll love on you. He'll draw you. He'll he'll plead with you. Come. He'll say, "Would you come? Won't you come?" I don't know how many meetings I've preached in the last while, and only two people I've seen saved. Both of them was in my home church. And I stand and I weep and I beg. I'm not doing it for popularity. Friend, it'd be a lot easier on a nearly 60-year-old man to be at the house watching TV and putting baits on the fishing pole. But we just don't do that. I'd said it'd be easier. We didn't say that's what I wanted to do. You know what you say, Tom? Look at you at the door as you stand at the door. They do that slick your little lip wrist and handshake. said this he said he may have seen me last but I'll see him next I'm going to see him so if I didn't know God personally tonight if I was Christ wasn't my savior I'd just say righteous in him now but one of these days one of these days I'm going to be righteous like him now I'm not going to be God but when he shall appear I shall be like him I'm not going to mess up anymore there won't be no trouble listen we won't we won't hurt anyone's feelings and we won't do this uh, unintentional uh, hey we just going to love everybody with the love of Christ uh, and God the Father and what a time it's going to be would you stand and bow your heads all over the house Come. 
may need to come. I, I don't know. You might just want to thank him. You may have a need tonight. But friend, if you're here and you're unsaved, if you're here and you're unsaved tonight, would you come? Would you come? Would you come and say, Lord, here's the only thing you got to know. You're lost, and he's the Savior. He's the right son. He is the right sacrifice. He's the right Savior, and he'll save you. Say, I've been too, you haven't been too bad. You've not been too far. Listen, he'll do what you need done tonight. Is there one that come forward and say, Preacher, I'm lost. I, I'm unsaved. And I want to die righteous. You can't do it without him. Come on. You can't do it without him. You can't die righteous without Jesus. You'll die lost. You'll die lost. Oh, you'll die lost without him. Is there one in this room tonight? Josh, come, come and lead us in that song right there. It's time to come. You need something tonight? You ought to come. I just feel burdened. I don't beg much anymore. I just, you'll either come or I'll quit. Something's, something's stirring in my heart tonight. You may be young. You have been saved. Listen, going to church won't get you to heaven. It's a good place to start, but you got to be born again. Lead us in that, brother. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing part? Have you? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Yes, God is Are good to be washed in the blood. Trusting in His grace this hour. Are, Are you, you washed? washed in the blood of the in the blood. 